You guys are now tapped into Ambitious Behavior with Nurse Jan. I want to first start off by saying thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, liking, sharing, leaving reviews, emailing me, screenshotting, um, whatever you guys are doing, please keep doing it because you're definitely getting the word out. Uh, this podcast, this episode in particular is a special one to me because you know how much I am always on people about pushing through, pushing forward, going after their dreams, um, making their goals actually reality. It's just a very, very dope episode and take out a pen and paper, take some notes. If you don't think that you're in a position in your life to actually push forward, this is the episode for you. Thank you guys for tapping in. Be grateful for your blessings, you know, be happy that we're still here, literally. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So we wanted to get into a conversation. Yes, I'm so happy to um, be collaborating with you and having this opportunity to talk about some topics that are kind of taboo sometimes, right? Literally. We don't don't always bring it to the table or bring it to the forefront. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm happy with having this opportunity. Yes, yes. So tell me a little bit about yourself and, you know, your journey in nursing, how long you've been a nurse, those kind of things. Yes. So I've been a nurse 21 years. I've been in leadership 15 years. Um, I have two masters, a master's in uh, nursing, an MSN. I have an MBA. I am board certified with my nurse executive advance certificate um, through the ANCC. So I am board certified as well. Um, I started off my journey as a nurse in um, pulmonary inpatient, Mm -hmm. um, as a staff nurse, and then I went into home care. I did various things. Um, Mm -hmm. I did some pharmaceutical nursing where I worked with Embril, um, and then I went into leadership about fourth or fifth year into my career. Um, So I did some leadership in home care as well as in a nursing home, and then I transitioned into the hospitals where... Um, I'm currently a nursing a nurse program nursing director for trauma. Um, I do have at the bedside. I did work at um, uh, in trauma. Okay. So I worked as a trauma step down nurse for uh, some years, and then I transitioned back into acute care leadership, where I was the nurse manager uh, for some time there. Um, and then now I transition into a program nursing director leadership role that's amazing you have so much experience and that's one of the reasons you know like I didn't know that about you when we first got acquainted but when you told me that I was just like wow that's amazing and I know we wanted to come on here and have a conversation you know from one bedside nurse currently to you know someone in leadership management um I've only been a nurse for about five years so you know I'm not seasoned just yet but I'm I'm getting warm (laughs) yes so um I began um before I became a nurse I was a CNA I was a CNA for about five years then I became an LVN and then ultimately I got my RN and uh, my BSN and now I'm in school for my master's um But I guess one of the things that, you know, always comes up along, you know, the lines of nursing experience is separating that line between leadership and management and staff nursing, especially in a time like this. So I think it's really dope that we're having a conversation like this. I did have, you know, I have a slew of questions for you. So I do want to start off, you know, by just saying, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. Yes. I just wanted to start off by just thanking you for giving me your time, you know, and allowing me this opportunity. Like we're all busy right now. And it's just, I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. So 
My first question is, what do you think the fine line between floor nursing and management and leadership is from your perspective? You know, when you're a floor nurse and you're on a unit, they kind of tell you your leadership because you're supervising those kind of things. But I think that most nurses, you know, especially nurses of color, we look we don't look beyond the bedside. Um, yes, I, I do agree with what you're saying in regards to younger nurses or newer nurses of color not looking beyond that. Um, and that's a barrier that we need to break. Um, when you say fine line, what do you mean by fine line? Do you mean like what transitions you from that staff nurse exactly. to that leadership? Yes. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify the question. So with that, it is it, all tied to mindset. And the reason why I say that is because obviously I was a staff nurse, right? Um, and then what made me take that leap into nursing leadership was once I obtained my master's, my mind shifted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what and what we what we what I, I want all of the younger nurses to know is that your mindset is very funneled when you're a nurse when you're a staff nurse. You're very, um, what's the word? Task, you don't have global awareness. Task-oriented. Task mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, you're very task-oriented. And I think that's where the line shifts. Yes. Once you shift your mindset from that task orientation from one task to the next, and it's all about just my unit or mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. patient, yes. and you have that global, now you, you open up your mind, your, your scope, they're um, all our you, patients. You then can, yes, they're all our patients. Even the patients on this unit and the next unit in the ER, in the OR, um, in the IR suites, they're all our patients. That's right. And once you have that mind shift, then that's when you you tend to say, hey, you know what? I could be a leader now. That's right. That's right. That's well, really... That, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. And I think, you know, one of the things, especially for my generation of nurses is... We don't look beyond like I recall when I, you know, got my LPN, I wasn't looking and thinking like, oh, yeah, what about everybody else? <laughs> right, no. And that's OK. Yeah. Because it, it takes maturity and growth. Yes. For you to get there. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So that's that's so important, mm-hmm. you know, that's to recognize yeah, that. really, really true. Um, My next question would be. What would you tell your younger self about pushing forward, especially when it comes to, you know, pushing forward in your education? What would you say to your younger self as far as right now where you are, you know, in your journey? What would you tell yourself? I would tell myself that it is necessary. It is necessary for you to push forward. It is not, not only does it open up your opportunities, it helps you shift your mindset like we just discussed, mm-hmm. um, which allows you to see things from a different perspective, mm-hmm. which increases your success. That's so cool. it is necessary for when young, you know, our younger nurses, newer nurses start, they have to come in saying, this is not my only stop. Yeah. This is my beginning. I like you know, that. And I developed a program um, in my past role when I was uh, with the manager of Trauma Step Down, and we had what was called the Stepping Stones Program. You always have to think ahead. Yes. You have to act on every 
impulse because mm-hmm. it be- can be- become overwhelming, but you always have to have a plan. Yeah, I like that. And I definitely agree. And, you know, when you say that, it really reminds me like, um, you know how in nursing they teach you when a patient is admitted to whatever the facility, the hospital, you got to prepare for discharge immediately upon them entering. And I think that is, you know, ultimately the same thing as far as nursing goes from floor nursing to leadership to entrepreneurship and all those kind of things. So that, that's very, very important. Um, so my, it is necessary. It is not yeah, an option. <laughs> that's right. And I think when, when we come in as new nurses and we look at it as optional, like, Oh, from CNA to now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't think I was going to become an RN. I never thought I would have my bachelor's degree. Like, I just never thought about it. So, like, I think that is important. You know, if you plan ahead of the time, like, you know, definitely it's a stepping stone. But if you're prepared that, hey, this is going to be a lifelong journey and this is what I'm going to be pursuing. That's very, very important. So I like that. So um, my next question is, what is your why and why did you decide to keep going? You know, once you got into your RN, BSN, before you transition to your master's, what motivated you to actually keep going? So we all have different motivators, right? You know, it's tied to our DNA, our traumas, our upbringing, our culture. So for me, um, I knew that my ancestors, it was important that I continued on with my education Um, and my success, um, which would allow me the freedom to live free and experience life. So number one, I owed it to my ancestors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to to be successful, put in the work, because not only did they fight for it, they died for it. Mm -hmm. That's number one. The second thing that motivated me was the legacy that I was going to leave behind for my children. And teaching them that whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve it. You have to put in the work. That's right. You have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And I was always taught that, you know, your, your children should always surpass what you have done. Yes. So, therefore, I, I have to set the bar very high so that they can pass that That's and right. accomplish things that are the unthinkable. That's right. So, those Okay, I like that. I like that. And I'm definitely the same way. You know, when we talked before this, I told you, you know, that's one thing that resonated about you is that the kids, you know, the general generational, you know, it's not just about you and the now, but you got to look back at the past as well and see you're putting on for somebody else and you're putting on for those to come. So that's very, very, very important. Very important. So it's all about lineage. Yes. Yes. And if you don't have anything to pass down, goodness, the knowledge, the knowledge is the most important thing. You know, I see people, you know, nowadays in nursing and we're like, Oh, well we can't give our jobs to our kids, but you can teach them that they can obtain that bachelor's degree. They can obtain that master's degree and beyond. So that is, that's very, very important. Well, one thing I want to speak upon on that, Nurse Jan, is that, um, you know, moms and parents of my generation, we have to be a little careful with that because we don't want to pigeonhole our children. That's say, right. And tell them that's all you can job. do. Yes. You have to work nine to five. Yes. You have to become a nurse because your mom was a nurse. That's right. You have to show them that anything's possible in your realm. That's right. Their realm is unsurmountable yes they can yes. do and be whatever they whatever want whatever they want um, yeah 
Yeah, so I definitely we don't want to pigeonhole our children yeah, either. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. never, you know, close that door and say, this is all you can do. But right. you put your mind to it and you can do anything. So that is, I definitely Absolutely. agree with that. I agree with that. Yes. All right, so <laughs> as far from, you know, the leadership and management perspective, during this pandemic, what kind of support should floor nurses rally for outside of increasing pay, you know, gift cards, those kind of incentives? What should we do as floor nurses to get our point across you know i spoke with you about okay we talk amongst each other and then that's usually where it stops we complain amongst each other but when they say what can we do we're like oh (laughs) nothing well that 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 right there is what you can um rally for Your, your voice at the table but sometimes i think that um what the staff nurse does is they become fearful as whatever reason it may be um and not speaking up. Yeah. And then it ties to the leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, the leadership has to set the tone of the openness and that open communication where there is no fear. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So what we should be rallying for is being connected. Yes. At this time, mm-hmm. not divided. That's right. You have to be connected. You know why, Jan? Because you know what? You get an increase in pay. You get hazard pay. You get bonus. You're going to spend that money. And it's still going to be nothing. <laughs> and it's still going to be, right. And it's still going to be in your mind and in your perception, yeah. nothing. Yeah. So you have to build something that, is long, that ties to longevity mm-hmm. and sustainability. That's right. And that is building relationships. You should be approaching your leader and saying, Okay, why are we doing this? Yeah. Because nine times there's a reason why we're doing what yeah. we're doing. And what I want my nurses to realize is that this is a business. Yes. Healthcare is a business. That's right. So one of the biggest out there. <laughs> running, right. We have people running a business that are not nurses. They're yes. not clinicians. Ooh. So we need to have them understand where we're coming from. And they need to make us understand where they're coming from. Yes. So they don't have to close the doors and say, you know what, guys? I have to lay off mm-hmm. 8,000, 10,000 mm-hmm. nurses. You know why? Because you kept your mouth closed yeah. and you became bitter and you, and you, and you didn't, op- you didn't have openness. Yes, that's true. So, so I'm very passionate about this topic mm-hmm. um, because I, I see a lot of mudslinging and I see a lot of things going on in social media and, and rightfully so nurses are stressed, mm-hmm. they're overworked, they're getting burned out. And the one thing about it is, is that they're dealing with trauma. Yes. They are too dealing with That's trauma right. because they have to go home and they're dealing with a loved one that may have COVID or mm-hmm. who have died from COVID or maybe their husband lost their job. Yes. They're the only one working. That's right. So you have to open up that dialogue with your organization mm-hmm. and your leadership and let them know what your needs are. Yes. If they don't know, they cannot help you. That's right. Because they are running a business. They're not at the bedside. That's they right. They don't know that you don't have four by fours and hand your <laughs> Stocked up. <laughs> to open That's up right. that dialogue mm-hmm. and Right, and stop harboring the negative feelings. That's what you need to rally for. Yeah, connected. I like that because I'm so passionate about. Yeah, I and you know I understand it, and I think for me it's I'm coming into an understanding. That's why I love talking with you because I'm on that cusp right now. So back 
in floor nursing, like floor nursing me, I'm like, you know, oh, they're ignoring us. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And then when I'm in a supervising position, I'm like, I'm sitting in this office all day and y'all not coming in. I come out and ask you what you need help with. And, you know, and no y'all, one's saying anything. nothing. No, we're fine. It's fine. Right. So I do. Right. I like that. I like that a lot because it is important. And I never thought that I would have that experience. And I spoke on it before with you. Um, is that I never really had the desire to get into leadership and management per se. But now that I'm up here, I'm like, okay, so now I got to change my, you know, frame of thinking and actually, that mindset. yes, and then open up that communication effectively, you know, because you know, <laughs> how things can go when you're under so much pressure. So that is that's definitely, definitely important. So um, switching gears a little bit. What would you tell a floor nurse that has no, you know, interest in leadership and management? What would you tell her, you know, what kind of advice, you know, if, if anything, would you give her or him? I would tell her, don't, don't close the door on leadership. And, and what she needs to realize when she, when she sat down for that NCLEX and she applied for that nursing job, she already entered into leadership mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we are leaders yes. from the day we, we we step on the unit we are leaders um you know we lead our patients you yes. know into educating in educating them mm -hmm. we lead each other by supporting one another we really need to you know understand the definition of leadership mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and what it means so you know this is what i i, I want to tell the newer nurses is a lot of nine times out of ten is fear and the unknown. They don't really know what leadership is, yeah. and it's hard. It's hard work. It's yeah. not for everybody. That's right. But that doesn't mean that you can't try. Mm -hmm. Take some, um, you know, educational courses outside of you know what you really you need for your your clinical area. Take some educational yeah. courses on leadership. See if you like it. Yeah. You know, see if you know. Ask your nurse manager or your leadership. Oh, can I come in on my day off and shadow and you? Shadow you. you. Know, that's, that's right. Shadow you. Mm -hmm. See what they do because just because you see your nurse manager and your nurse supervisors coming on the floor asking questions, okay, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? They're gathering data. That's right. To action plan mm -hmm. and align what you're doing, what they're doing, with the organizational goals. That's right. They're not there. And, uh, and that's the mindset thing, too. Oh, here they come. What yep. <laughs> What is she going to ask me? What do they want? Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. You know, and when you shift that mindset and say, please ask your colleagues to do this. Yes. When they do see their nurse manager, instead of already shifting that, their mindset to that, mm -hmm. say, how can I help you? That's right. Because she or he needs help too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your nurse leader needs help too. Yes, drowning. And they're, they're trying to. <laughs> Make sure you're okay. Mm -hmm. Align what you're doing, the decisions that they're making with the organization. Their senior leaders are asking them things of you know to do as well, and they have to pull it all together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I definitely, I so, definitely agree with that. That's very important, you know. Mm -hmm. Did that answer the question? Yeah, yet? I definitely agree with that because I do. I have like a had, I should say. Um, I just recently moved to Texas and I did a director of nursing uh, position, travel nursing position for a week. And I Good. didn't know, but I didn't know. <laughs> 
So when I arrived, I did not know that's what I was going to be doing. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to be sitting in the office not doing nothing. I think I've worked harder. (laughs) I think I've worked harder sitting in that office mentally, you know, because there is like, I think the higher up you go in nursing, you go from it being physically hard to like mentally, you know, and what I like on day two, after, you know, getting the swing of day one on day two, when I had to run payroll, I was like, this no like i can't imagine i couldn't imagine being 250 people and i have to run pay payroll you know so it did give me and like everybody insight. didn't swipe and i didn't swipe and i forgot to swipe everything yes yes and it's like you know you got that task but you don't you don't only just have that task because like you said you got to support the floor nurses so i'm going out on the floor you know can i help with yep. starting the iv you know those kind of things but it was a lot and it made me like oh you know like switch gears a lot like that's why i asked for the the newer nurses to please expose yourself to something yes yes and i and i didn't i think that my mind was so closed off to it and now i'm like okay it wasn't bad you know but it gave me the learning experience just for that week i was like oh my goodness like i've been a nurse for some time and i've never done anything like this and it was just really amazing so i definitely definitely agree with that so last but not least, um, my question to you, and you know, I, I definitely I'm passionate about this because I've experienced it. I didn't understand it. I really didn't know what to do. But have you ever experienced burnout as a floor nurse? And now that you're in leadership and management role, you know, what do you do to prevent it as of now? Prevent it for myself or mm-hmm. prevent it for the, the nurses? I would say for you, because as you being a leader, so say, you know, going from your transition from you going to being a floor nurse to leadership and management, mm-hmm. that floor nursing was, okay, exhausting for me, at least mentally, to physically. like getting into, yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's my kind of my question there. You know, how do you prevent it as of now? So first and foremost, you have to have self-care. Mm-hmm important self-care is paramount yes okay you have to be eating a well-balanced diet you have to be sleeping you have to have tranquility or you know kind of make your home your haven so that when you come home you can de-stress yes you know and sometimes that's not easy for us because we do we have we have lives. Yeah. You know, we have things going on in our lives. But you have to take that time for you. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you notice that you're starting to get antsy in a role and you've been there for a while, you have to switch it up. You have to know when it's time to make a change. That's right. And not stay in a place yes. where you are disgruntled. And, you know, you just hate it. It doesn't fuel your soul to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to recognize that and not be afraid to move on. Yes, that's very because true. then what happens is you start to you, you start to get into a slippery slope there because you're not performing at your best. No. And now your leader has to hold you accountable. Yes. And now you are feeling pressure mm-hmm. because you didn't make, you didn't have self-awareness. That's right. That's very true. So it's, it's very important that we, we, we are true to ourselves. Yeah. But number, and that's a part of self-care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? I definitely so in order agree to, with that. Pre- to prevent that burnout, switch it up. So you ask me, how do I do it? 
I switch it up. Yeah, I like that. You know, I know, I know when um that ticket is punched. Yeah, I know when it's time to say <laughs> time to clock out. You know what? I'm getting irritable. Yeah. I'm getting irritable. I used to love coming to work. Yeah, you know, and I I think I think I need to change the scenery. Yeah, nine times out of ten, you're bored. Yes. You're not learning. You stunt your growth. You're not learning. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to do self-development. Yes. I like yeah. that. I, and self-development, that's one thing that does resonate heavily with me. You know, I think that people, you know, misinterpret self-development. People, you know, they think, oh, you know, why would I invest in a coach? Why would I do this? Why would I need that if I'm, you know, at this level in my life? But <laughs> everyone needs one. Everyone. And I'm here to help That's you right. That's right. That's I right. Have, I have ventured off into coaching. Mm-hmm. And, and you and I had that conversation. And not switching it up. And believe me, I'm not burnt out. I love my job. Yeah, I love what yeah. I do because it's different. It's trauma. It changes. It's yes. just, you know. Not the so, same thing. Yeah. What I realized, though, in 2020 in this pandemic is that I have so much more to give. And it's capped kind of yes. in, in, in that realm. On the job. Um, so, yeah, on yeah. the job. So I said, you know what? I need to stop it and do what I set out to do so many, so long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's been something that I really wanted to do. So I am a success and happiness coach. I love that. Um, and I work with women, uh, women that um, feel that they're stuck or unseen. Mm-hmm. And I want, and I help them to identify trauma residue that causes barriers from them obtaining their happiness and success. That's right. I love that. So that's the group of people that I work with. Okay. Um, you know, I'll I'll leave you um my information so that yeah. individuals can and I definitely that's what I want you to um, do is I want you yeah. to you know let my followers know and let my listeners know you know how they can mm-hmm. reach you because I'm definitely when I tell you coach Sunny okay yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all you for are it already on my, yes. you are already on my list yes <laughs> yes because and I it can. resonates with me you know the trauma aspect of it you know you yes. never really think of how unresolved issues you know show up later on in your life especially when it comes to your career entrepreneurship businesses those kind of things so yeah if you could you know let us know how do we reach you you know going forward so um i have a website it's www.solutionalsun.com you can reach you can i'm also on instagram um solutional sun i'm on facebook as solutional sun as well and i have a free group uh coaching Facebook group called Solutional Slayers. Okay. Um, and I named it Solutional Sun. My name is Sunsray, mm-hmm. Sunny for short. Um, and Solutions. We are the solution for ourselves. That's right. No matter, you can look outside of yourself 110 times and, you know, want to point the finger. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you don't work on the solutions for you, that's right. You're never going to change these patterns. That's right. So, that's why I named it Solutional Sun. I love that. I love that. So, yes, I appreciate that Thank so much, Sunny. And I know that a lot of people will be reaching out to you, and I'm going to be first on the list. Now, I need to go get on this Facebook group immediately <laughs> yes, <laughs> and see what's going on. <laughs> yes. So, Thank you so much for your time. You know, I don't know if you wanted Thank to ask you. me anything, if you wanted, you know, to 
Anything yes, I'm further? so proud of you. Thank I you. wanted to say thank you. I love your podcast. Thank you. I appreciate um, and that. And I've been sharing it with many. Yes, um, I appreciate it. Behavior. That is very important that you share that with your colleagues. Yes. Because sometimes we don't we don't tap into our strengths. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, you know, we have that's fear. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, you have a platform where um, this can support and help other young women. Yes. Um, and uplift them and empower them. So I love I that. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys again for tapping into Ambitious Behavior with Nurse Jan. Um, you can follow me at nurse four underscores Jan on Instagram. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email me at info at nursejan.co. Um, thank you guys again for tapping in this week. And I will see you guys again next week. Same day, same time.